Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast and today we're going to be talking about making predictions. So me personally, I think making predictions is obviously very hard, like the success rate you can have with them is very minimal, but to be fair, it's, it's, it's possible and you got to look really deep and see and go into multiple avenues to get essentially the right result. Like, most people in the decoding world, for say, only typically use one layer of method to get the results that they hope come true, but the majority of the time that doesn't work out. So, in that sense, it's always good to look at multiple, multiple layers, you know, incorporate even astrology or numerology or even sacred geometry almost, because in, in, the, in the case of football stadiums. The stadiums are based off geometric shapes and that's never considered with what decoders show in making predictions. They just focus on putting words in the calculator. So, you know, thinking that they got it all right when, yeah, in some cases it may work, but in other cases it won't. So looking deep into what you're looking for is the best option for getting the right result. What are your thoughts on it, Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think if you're going to predict something, you have to have different tools to look at because obviously that's going to give you more of a verification if it's true. Like if, if it comes out the same result in, in multiple different ways, like through astrology, through numerology, through uh, geometry, through whatever else you can use, like geometry, as you say, then that's obviously like more solid of an argument to base it off like that's that's more valid and you can make that prediction with more um confidence as opposed to only having one tool to use and yeah i completely agree i think a lot of people just use gematria as one base thing they're like oh look i made this connection between two words that have the same number and therefore that means that this this person's going to win i mean every now and then there is like a a little hint at that i remember was it the 2020-2021 Champions League? Uh, Chelsea won that. And it's quite funny that... Is it Chelsea equals 67 in... um, Is it reverse reduction, potentially? First full reduction? It's definitely one of the um, base ciphers. Mm -hmm. And then that was the 67th Champions League installment. And they won it, obviously. So there is... Now and again, small little like predictions that occur conveniently with one particular obvious form of decoding, like numerology. But for the most part, I think, yeah, if you want to build a solid argument for a prediction, you have to look at it from multiple angles, definitely. Absolutely, because if you want to convince people that this knowledge is really what it is, then showing just one connection is not convincing because for example you could type a player at a team's name let's say it equals 31 does that mean they're going to win the 31st premier league season you know you, you gotta show more no. than that i think these avenues are what separates the great decode the good decoders and the great decoders at the end right i think once you're in tune with this reality this scripted reality in fact then 
you're more consciously aware of what you think is going to happen on the world stage. Yeah. It's almost like an intuitive feeling, isn't it? It's like, well, this happened, so this happened. I think another tool you can use that doesn't really get talk, talked about that much is just looking through history. People say a good a good quote that's not history. History doesn't repeat itself. It rhymes, so it's not exactly the same pattern. Or it could be accurate that it's the exact same script playing out over it again and again. But it's more likely that it's just very similar. It's just like a rhyming pattern because it's cyclical. So obviously the path has to go a similar way. So things will happen in a similar manner but it'll be adapted to like modern times. So it'll be more relevant to what's happening today. So it won't be exactly the same, but it'll, it'll be like altered to fit the the atmosphere of today's society or whatever. Adapted for a modern audience. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like I, I kind of get that because the same history does repeat itself is, is very common. It's very used all the time. That's what these connections are like. Life in well, I've realized that with life, it's all one big synchronicity. Like yeah. to, to form a prediction, you have to understand that there are always connecting points from whatever happens on the world stage with another event that you may be looking to predict to see if the desired outcome. But in fairness, it's it's not easy. Absolutely, like. I know, Rowan, you mentioned before in the previous episode, you had a psychic tarry that you, you, you went with. You went to a psychic yeah. tarry and he or she obviously did a very bad job. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say that. Not a very bad job. <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh. Um, but yeah, I think obviously like some people are charlatans and they don't exactly know what they're doing. So they'll just use like, things that are obvious like tarot cards but they won't really truly understand what they mean i mean i I don't frankly know exactly what they mean but some people just give you like a vague response to oh oh, look this one says this this one says this but it's it's obviously not specific to you it's it's just like a ballpark answer um so obviously obviously there's going to be a higher hit rate i think if you want to get into like actual predictions into being accurate you have to have a full understanding of how the world works, history, importantly as well, and then um, obviously like how astrology works, how gematria works, like all the occult tools you can find to get the most accurate, well-rounded prediction. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if this reality wasn't a simulation, then you wouldn't be able to make a prediction because you wouldn't know what's going to happen next. But- yeah. As it is, it's very possible that you're able to get something right that will happen in the future. And of course, this links in with, you know, predictive programming, what we talked about in a previous episode. I mean, so in a way, it is kind of predictive programming when you make hypothetical statements that something could happen 10 months down the line. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, is it a script? And is that why it's it, like you're able to predict it? If you're essentially just looking at a script, like a long, huge script that's playing out in front of your eyes, and you can almost go forward in the script and look what's going to happen based off star alignments and things like that. 
Absolutely. The tools are there, it's just for people to understand them thoroughly and properly so they can get the best result they can to understand what happens next in this reality. Would you say? What were you going to say? I, I, I was just going to say. I, I think. I think it's quite difficult in a way. I, I. I also think that there is some degree of manipulation on the side of whatever's controlling this reality. Where if you try and make a prediction and you're so confident about it, sometimes the script can almost change instantaneously, or it can. It, it can. Um. Like alter, just so the prediction isn't correct. That's just a hunch I've had. It's because you see so many people in the decoding world that are so confident that a, a decode is correct and they've got all the proof and they've got all the different angles and things like that. But then, like, it's it, what actually happens is like a massive U-turn from from that thing. Like, it looks like there's going to be signs of that occurring, but it just like something drastically changes. Um, so, like with the, there are quite a few people predicting that Man United were going to win the league in the Champions League. Back in 2021, 2022, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that did look like a valid prediction just because Man United were doing so well the season before. And the next season, basically, just built on the strength massively by buying like Cristiano Ronaldo and Rafael Varane. So everyone was like, oh my God, they might, they might win the league here or they might win the Champions League. But then, like, the, ne like, the start of the season off really well. And I think. The more people were saying that did win the league, they almost just start tanking. Like they just start playing horrendously all of a sudden. So it's almost like whatever's running this reality, like the demiurge, whatever. It's just like ha, ha, ha. not going to let you have the satisfaction of. <laughs> oh, it might, it might be some people working at Paddy Power or something, or Bet Three Six Five that are like, yeah, yeah you're not winning this money. <laughs> yeah. You see, like I never used to think that scripts could be changed like i feel like i used to think like that everything was all predetermined which it still is in a sense but it's like i've watched a few movies recently that perhaps showed that you could change your fate in a way and perhaps it's the same with predictions like whether it's an external energy source or what that you see signs of something that is so perfect you may end up not being that. Like if for me, like I, 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 I made a prediction back in June that I think, like this is in this is the football terms that I believe that Paris Saint Germain will win the Champions League this season. Like I'm, I'm confident in that, but if I get it wrong, I get it wrong. And yeah, that's I gotta take that on the chin if it's wrong. But if it's right, then hey, I got something right at the end. Yeah. 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 I think it's almost it's quite easy as well to have like a ego investment in the predictions that you're making it so you can be so confident on a prediction you can almost give like loads of your energy towards it and then when it doesn't come off you're almost like hurt by it you almost feel drained and like your energy's dissipated because you've put so much investment into it and that that could potentially be the reason why the script gets changed sometimes if it does uh, because it's like a it's a good energy harvesting tool where you have so many people thinking, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And then it doesn't happen and it hurts their ego. So it like sucks their energy, essentially. Um, I mean, I remember back in 2020, 
there was a guy who I watched who sp- spoke about astrology and things like that, and he, he was speaking about the stars alignment and that it almost predicted that um, Donald Trump was going to get assassinated. And I remember, like, I remember telling like my family and stuff, like, "Oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen." And when it didn't happen, obviously, I was like, "Oh, that's a bit awkward." But I mean, you can obviously get things wrong. I think you just have to take it with a pinch of salt and be like, "Yeah, that could potentially happen." Um, but it also may not, and not to get too down and up on your ego if if it doesn't come off. Yeah, totally. It's it's not something that you, you can uh, take for heart because it's not easy, you know. There's a there's a lot of things that yeah, there's a lot of things to consider when determining a, a result, a prediction, and look, it takes months, if not years, you could say, of hard research to find the connections that you want to essentially get it right, like. Most people use it to win money, but again, that comes with a cost because in the end, if you get the wrong result, you lose money. Yeah. I feel like making well, predictions always has a cost. Yeah, 100%. Well, I, I lost quite a bit of money. Um, sorry, there's just a cat in my garden. <laughs> yeah. I, I lost quite a lot of money um, betting on like predictions and stuff that other people have made. And I kind of regret it now because you, you get so like you're so confident in other people's confidence that you're like, oh, maybe they are right because they're so confident that it's right. So you put some money on, and then you lose the money. You're like, oh, so yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise anyone bet on predictions that are made just because it's too much of an investment. Like sometimes it can pay off, um, but most of the time I don't think it's worth it. I think that's a lesson I learned. Sorry, that's a complete sidetrack. <laughs> no problem. But- yeah, it's good to hear that experience. So, for anyone that looks to bet, I think you have to trust your own intuition and not get caught in what other people show and, like, in general, make your own thoughts and use your own thinking. Like, yeah, I think it's very. I mean, if if you if you're not too bad with it, if if you can stand losing money, then I wouldn't say don't do it. I think it's more for myself or other people like like me where like if you lose money you feel really down yourself i thought oh, i think that's how it's designed to be um obviously because it's a manipulation of emotion but yeah i'd, I'd say just be careful if you're gonna bet off predictions yeah i don't think we can talk too much about the gambling industry we know what specifically what, yeah. it, what it's designed to do so yeah not too much on that try not get cancelled yeah, absolutely. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to speak about how you came to the conclusion that PSG were going to win the Champions League? Like, what methods and tools you used? Yeah, so, um, first of all, like, I- I'll be honest. I looked at the dates of the Champions League. Well, so I went on Wikipedia, right? This was on the first week of June. I went on Wikipedia. I saw it was the 31st season. So then... I look in the periodic table and you may be thinking, why on earth am I looking at that? But I saw a connection point. The 31st element was called gallium. And I looked at what it meant. It was, it came from the French word gallus, the the Latin word gallus, sorry, which means France. So in my head, I thought, okay, can Paris Saint-Germain win the Champions League? 
Then I put their name in Chaldean and it was 50, which in the string of pi appears at the 31st digit. So I was like, okay, oh, that's, that's perfect. And then I then checked where the final was at. And the final was in Istanbul. You know, in the end, oh. of course, you got Bull. And then I realized, oh, hang on a minute. PSG are sponsored by Michael Jordan, who plays for the Chicago Bulls. And then I then looked, I looked deep and saw Messi was connected and that he was born in the year of the rabbit and next year will be the year of the rabbit and last time, the last time the year of the rabbit occurred in 2012, no 2011 sorry, he won the Champions League and what else, if I, if I can remember on the top of my head, he, he wore the number 30 and in the string of pi that appears at the 64th decimal digit of pi, which is a direct match to the name of the stadium in where the final is held also. And, oh yeah, I just remembered now, one, the final was at an Olympic stadium, right, in 2023. And in 2024, the Olympics were, are, are being going to be held in Paris. And that was a key reason why I feel like Mbappe stayed at PSG because there's all that drama again, it's all theater, yeah. saying that he was going to leave in the summer and so yeah, yeah. contract. So that can never really look like happening. Yeah. So then I started looking into Messi more and I, I found actually that he did a commercial with Kobe Bryant with Turkish Airlines in the finals in Turkey. So obviously oh, that's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is what happened, cool. and obviously, like between Messi and Kobe, obviously, Kobe now knowing what's happened on the world stage, he's died. So, you could argue Messi yeah. won, won that day. And also, like PSG, they were in astrology, Western, they were founded in the sign of Leo. And of course, they start player being Leo Messi, and he would win his you know fifth Champions League. Um, hang on. Oh, man. I, let me get it up if I can remember. <laughs> I mean, you've done a really good job to remember all this, fuck me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know it's how crazy. you've remembered all that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it, but it's like one connection after another, isn't it? It's crazy how all these things just sort of correct, connect in like a synchronistic way that you yeah, wouldn't yeah. think it's of so looking into unless you check. I really think Pi holds the most validity and is the best source of prediction. Pi always seems to be like the bridge across between two points. So if, if Pi shows a connection, then it's usually more valid. Does yeah, that make sense? Like, yeah, like I was gonna I was gonna say something that I think was profound. So I found out that Messi could win his fifth Champions League and PSG were found in the sign of Leo, which it's the fifth mm. sign in Western astrology. And oh, that's cool. He won his first. He won his first Champions League in Paris, which was against Arsenal in two thousand and six. The Gunners. Yeah. I bet. I bet there's something there as well. I don't know if you've looked into that, but I bet there's something there with Arsenal, potentially. Yeah. It's probably why they're doing so good in the league. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Like we said earlier, life's one big synchronicity. Yeah. And like, yeah, everything's connected in some weird but 
yeah sensical like, way if you look into it the crazy thing was that I, I released that thread when the current PSG coach at the time, I think his name was Pochettino, he was still the coach. And I heard in the mainstream that PSG were going to replace their coach with someone else. And so then I decided to look at how many coaches PSG had at the time. So when this new coach came, he was in fact the 31st coach. And I was like, oh my God, this is so yeah. perfect. Because that's that is crazy, yeah. Currently in the thirty-first Champions League season, yeah. That's mad. Just to confirm, yeah. Just to confirm it even further, I don't know if you look at the medicine cards. It's animal tarot, you know. Yeah, I do every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't use it as much. I only use it when it's super perfect. So then I looked at the thirty-first medicine card, which is based off the Native American animal tarot cards. And, he was, it's actually, he was actually the, the turkey and the farmers in Turkey. Oh, no, that's crazy. No <laughs> yeah. way. I think you could be so, right. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. not one for betting and gambling, but I think you've done your research enough so that people yeah. watching now can put a bet on of at yeah. least a thousand pounds and they'd probably win. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've, I've found this no, but like, man, but... Yeah, that's a, that's a massive decode. That's so deep. You've done it on so many layers. Like most people will just do it based off something like Gematria, where they haven't yeah, yeah. made the connection. I think you have to have the connections with, say, um, like etymology. You have to have the connections with the cards. You have to have the connection with Pi. I really think Pi is the bridge between the different decoding methods almost. Um, yeah. And it's like the most obvious part of the script. And as well, on the note of the 31st, it's 3.14 is Pi. So, that, yeah, that's quite interesting as well. Absolutely. It's crazy to think because, funnily enough, my name was, my first name is 31 Jaldean, so I think I was supposed to make that prediction. Yeah. Are you going to put any money on that bet? No, I'm not putting any money. (laughs) (laughs) Put your money where your mouth is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what's an interesting... um, prediction that's that's being made in the mainstream it always feels like taiwan is going to get invaded and the reason i say that is because i I think it's just been in the public consciousness so much i think that it might manifest into reality i think think that that is a big part of it is if it's in the public consciousness but there has to be sort of no form of resistance so when you're making bets and things when people are placing bets there's always a form of resistance because in the mind they're like, oh, if this doesn't come off, I'm going to lose money. So it's not a full confidence, if that makes sense. Um, it's sort of like a false confidence. It's like a full confidence. Um, but I think with uh, China invading Taiwan, I think that is something that's been in the public, co- public consciousness for so long. And if I, I remember watching a TV show a few years ago called Years and Years, and at the beginning of that TV show, it starts off in... 2025 i believe the year is and it starts with it starts with china launching a nuclear strike on taiwan um and basically like blowing it up (laughs) which is pretty fucked but um yeah 100 percent predictive programming or is it just that it's in the public consciousness and it's part of the script that's going to occur down the line and people are just conscious of it um but i'm remember watching a video a few weeks ago where it was talking about it's the devil's playgrounds video so nigel 
you can yeah, yeah. probably go watch it. Um, he's talking about the there was a riot in South Korea in Seoul, okay. which was really interesting. The name of it, it was a supposed riot anyway, but if you look into it, it really looks staged. The the mainstream narrative of of it was that I should I should probably hold my tongue on this, but um, it was like a, a a crush because of a Halloween riot, but it doesn't really look like that. I'm not I'm not going to go into detail of what it is. But the name of the town that it occurred in was um, a place called I Taiwan, which is really interesting because, yeah, obviously it's like a etymologic, is that a word? Sync with Taiwan, which is really interesting. And obviously it took place in Seoul, where it's like a, it's like a Seoul ritual, possibly. Yeah. And that's why it's occurred in that area. But yeah, obviously there's like that connection there. And it's like, potentially if you look into these world events, these uh, events that usually get a lot of publicity on the world stage, there's possibly sinks there. Like you say, with the Istanbul and the Bull and the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan sponsoring, uh, this company sponsoring PSG, is there more to it? with like things like that as well and is that is that natural or is it placed by the elite which i don't think it is i think i think it's just completely natural i think it's just weird weird connections that occur because the scripting is almost has to follow a similar pattern yeah super supernatural just showcasing the cyclical nature of life yeah yeah any other great predictions? Um, I really like. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I really like the prediction of the fake alien invasion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's 100 percent going to happen. But there always seems to be this, this prediction of an alien invasion or like a fake alien invasion, like Project Bluebeam or whatever, occurring yeah. in the next year or in the year after. Which I really, I really like the idea of it because I think it'd be so cool. But I, I, I just can't see it happening. I don't know why. I don't know if that's because it, it just seems too unbelievable. Or, but then again, like in 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 next few years, if you see an uptick in that sort of technology, like the fake lights and stuff to project aliens into the sky. If that season uptick, then it could potentially happen. I mean, if you look like this is going back to predictive programming essentially, but if you look at the film Spider-Man: No Way Home, or No Far Far From Home, sorry, Mysterio has a technology where he can project images of like monsters and things and aliens on the Earth, and he can actually do damage with them using the drones to like shoot at people and things like that. So it actually animates what happened if like an alien came down and started attacking the earth but it's obviously not really it's just predictions is that predictive programming for what could happen in the next few years who knows yeah i definitely think so just that what you you think that's going to happen oh alien oh no 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 i don't i don't really believe in that alien rising theory i feel like it's oh, just been, fair enough yeah yeah i don't really believe in that so much i feel like it's been so normalized that I just can't see where where they're gonna come from. I don't from, know. 
an underground layer or some out of space, as the Hollywoods call it. What is in? Well, the, I think the, the main premise of like the fake alien invasion is just going to be like a projection. Projections. Holograms. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just going to be holograms in the sky using technology, and then that'll make people submit to like a new world order because we'll have to fight back against the aliens, and then we'll all have to come together as one to get rid of them, and then that'll start the rule of. It is always like bringing new laws in to accommodate for the new like thing on the world stage, and obviously like the fake alien invasion would be the biggest. Uh, plot to get people yeah. to stand yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, finished talking about the alien invasion thing. Okay, so <laughs> like there was this one predictions, a set of predictions that we saw on Twitter. It's, it's crazy, you know, made by this individual. She made some predictions on January, so. I'll get them up now and hopefully the share screen on actually works on StreamYard. Because I remember trying it before and it didn't work. <laughs> you could just read them out to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I could. But there's like a couple of threads. There's, there's a couple as well. So I'd like to see. Where is this share screen button? Okay, I got it. Can you see it? Can you see that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. So, yeah. So yeah, this individual, I don't know, I don't know if she's using magic or something, but she seems she's to get things right. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. So the first one, Fauci resigns. Has that happened already? I, I've not. Yeah, that's I'm happened. Not, okay, then. Fake alien invasion, that's not happened. Yeah, that's happened. Queen Elizabeth <laughs> hands over power. That, that, that I know passes away. That's happened. Yeah. This one right here happened as well. The earthquake did it? and the tsunami. Yeah, it, it did. I think it happened in, somewhat in January. Obviously, oh, this one being the big one. This one being the big one. The big thing yeah. happening on the world stage. Russia invading Ukraine. Atlantis will re-emerge due to volcanoes. Not yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it will. I, th I think there has been talk. There's been a lot of talk about Atlantis, and people. Are, I think the past few. I, I could be completely wrong. Could be making this up, but I'm pretty sure I've heard rumors of people saying like, "Oh." The, the, not found Atlantis, but they've got more of an idea where it is. Fair enough. Mm. Kamala Harris will assume the presidency. Yeah, I think that will happen because I've seen a video recently. Like, there's some. There's, this could be also predictive programming where someone asked an individual, one of the higher ups, whether what the, what will it take for a woman to be president, and it will be for for the president to die so is that hinting that Joe Biden's going to die on the world stage for him to, to be president I remember um, Archaic's 
the guy over, over at Arcade, he made a prediction saying that there'd be like a, a huge death on the world stage live on television. It could be hinted at that. That could potentially be it. Maybe. But we'll see. China will attack slash invade Taiwan. We touched on this already. And yeah, looking more unlikely. Looking more likely. Crypto will become heavily regulated. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, crypto's taken a tank anyway, isn't it? From what it was a few years ago. Absolutely. It's going to be the next big coins, you know. It's going to completely replace fiat. Like, yeah. It's clear at that point. The metaverse will tank. Another restructuring rebrand more happen. It's definitely tanks. And what's his face? Mark Zuckerberg just fired about 10,000 members of staff from Meta. So I think they are looking to start to rebrand and... It, because at the minute it's an absolute mess is metaverse like i don't think anyone really wants to get involved in that sort of thing but i think they see it as an opportunity to get some investors to make more money and then they can obviously springboard and make it more accessible for people so yeah i do, I do think that that will occur probably most likely that surprised me actually i thought society might not be as bad as it as it is when People are not joining the metaverse yet. No, wait. I think that's more because the technology is not there. Like, oh. if you if you watch videos and stuff of it, basically like the avatars and stuff, they don't have any legs. <laughs> so it's really like it's it just looks really creepy. Like the yeah. the can't afford to put legs. Literally can't afford to put legs on the on the avatars. So it just looks really weird when you're in it. And then the last two midterm elections would be chaotic. Republicans likely to take the house. I think the Democrats took the House, but I could be completely wrong. I know that DeSantis is now the leader of the Republican Party. Yeah. I think it was quite chaotic. But I don't know how chaotic. Let me just have a look. Okay. Yeah, have a look for us. We don't want to get things wrong. <laughs> yeah, man. It's... Again, like you see the date here, it's the 11th of January, so you saying someone trying to screw you over yeah it only says it only says mo most likely most likely okay yeah i mean on the no 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 it says most likely on that on that prediction doesn't it don't say oh, yeah. like it definitely will okay then uh, and then the last prediction there this one the big one on the world stage roll oh, versus it's... white will be overturned yeah which happened that was a massive thing on the big stage huge yeah, thing yeah. um republicans need to win one more race to claim a house majority here's what where things stand so currently i don't think there is a majority um yeah. the republicans are holding more seats so yeah they are winning at the minute um obviously trump just announced his presidency bid next year uh for 2024 last week which is quite interesting but yeah bro versus weird that was obviously like a huge thing on the world stage about what three months ago yeah, yeah. Three, back, in, back in June. Is it June? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is crazy yeah. because that's that's a weird thing to predict. Um, I don't know how like because there wasn't really much talk of it prior to this year, was there? I think everyone was just certain that, and under Democratic leadership, you wouldn't have thought it had happened. But obviously, uh, it's a different system over there. Mm -hmm. 
just to get that right requires a lot of bravery, a lot of... I really, th I really think... Here's my prediction, though. Yeah, yeah. That's yours. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, I really, I really think Trump will get back into power. And I think Trump is like... He's not the antichrist as such, but I think he has to be in power for those things to occur. I think he's like the, the miscoding in the system where if he gets put into power, things will start to happen more. Um, obviously, you have like the Simpsons having Trump in power. There's that line that Lisa says in one of the episodes of The Simpsons where, where it's like, oh, we have to, we have to have a strong recovery after, after Trump was in charge. It was just such a completely random uh, line. But it was like, it, it seemed to be hinting at something something else because like in the episode if people don't know uh, lisa takes over presidency she becomes a president and trump was the president before and apparently like the country's in a mess so i do think trump has to be in charge he's, he's like the trump card basically <laughs> it's, it's it is funny it is funny that there's a thing called the trump card which basically trumps everything else and it's it it's like the the spanner in the spanner in the works and obviously his name is Trump, so you have like the etymology there. Yeah, that is rather funny. But yes, like the the one the one prediction that took me out of that was the Roe v Wade. Like it's crazy. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, because that's gonna give a lot of energy to the to the people they have have constant discussions about it and it's all, a, it's all yeah exactly one big energy harvest yeah i'm surprised you didn't mention andrew tate i thought she would have <laughs> predicted andrew tate being there <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe man you know, the top g maybe i don't think anyone would have predicted the top g to be rising up and then getting cancelled this year yeah, I really think he's an interesting figure. What was it that um, Sylvie said? Who's the uh, top gene? G is the seventh layer. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. And G is God in yeah, Grand Architect of the Universe in Freemason. Yeah, the Grand Architect. Yeah, it's fascinating, really. I, I really, th I think Tate. He's a big figure, and I think something would happen regarding him, but I'm not sure what. Is that a prediction you're making? Sure. I, I think he'll have a redemption arc, and I think he'll be more accepted by the... the no, I really think he's going to be like more accepted in the public consciousness. Um, I think he will have a redemption arc of sorts, and I think it will be a good force. I, I can really see like masculinity becoming more accepted. I really think there's going to be like a pendulum shift. I think that always happens, doesn't it? The pendulum swings one way, then it swings the other. I think it is going to swim, swing back in, in the favour of like positive masculinity and things like that very soon. So I think Andrew Tate will be like a public figure of some sort. I agree with that with you completely because the higher ups have programmed society to be mentally weak, broken the yeah. family, everything like that on the world stage. But slowly by slowly, when you have the likes of Peterson, Tate, all talking about how men should be more masculine again. Slowly by slowly, mankind is being reprogrammed again to yeah. basically change their beliefs once again. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think it's like the pendulum swinging back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Or by designing this matrix. Yeah. Good. Bit. That's why we. That's why we all we've all awakened to it. Because we're yeah. in that age of Aquarius where everything's all going to be revealed. Still, great apocalypse. Yeah. Well, there there is like a a lot like an uptick of people like believing we're in sources simulation and things like that and that the ancients were trying to warn us of something they were trying to tell us something i've been listening a lot about like ancient egypt and things it's like did ancient egypt essentially figure out that we're in a scripted reality a matrix and like building the pyramids and things was their response to it and they figured out they had all these like powers they didn't know about that could unlock um and then did they get wiped out by something like a cataclysm or yeah, was it like the the a reset occurring? Yeah. I don't I don't know if you listened to that uh, podcast I sent you. Yeah, but yeah, no, there was, a, there was another one as well. I, I haven't actually sent you the one I'm talking about now. The guy okay. called Howard Howard Mikoski or Mikoski, yeah. and he talks about how the world fairs uh, back in like the 1800s. I don't know if you know about the world fairs, like they had yeah. a, like science expos and things like that. There were these like huge expos where they'd basically educate people on the history of the planet and things like that. And he essentially says that that was like the last reset period where like a cataclysm potentially occurred before that. And then they had these world fairs that had educate people about the history. And it's like, that was their time to be like, this is what history is. So it was like the first indoctrination of like, this is how reality works and things like that. But I think people are starting to figure out that there's more to reality than We've been told. Hundred percent, and you know that just goes to show that this reality is like, this, like I've said in many episodes before, it's not what you think it is. And the yeah. sooner you know that, the, the better your life experience will be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's... Have you got anything? Have you got anything more else to say, or no? Not really. Not really. Can wrap it up. Yeah, it's been a good episode again. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just make sure when you do make a prediction that it's going to hit. And yeah. It doesn't <laughs> <be in> trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll actually try and make a prediction about something. I'll do, I'll do some sport thing. I'll do some sport decode. Yeah. You're going to say it live on the podcast? Yeah, I will do. I'll make another prediction. We'll do a part okay. two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Rolflo's going to do a part two with us in the near future. And yeah. If you get it wrong, man, hammer him in the comments. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we have to do the same with you. If you don't get your PSG one right, then... You're yeah, yeah, yeah. They can hammer me in the comments too. Yeah. Maybe I should try and make a different prediction and we'll see who yeah. like wins. Yeah. Now that the World Cup's coming on in this weekend, yeah. who's winning the World Cup? I'll, I'll try and make a prediction for that if I get time. Okay. I'm going to say off the spine, off my chest. I think Germany win the World Cup. Okay. If they get it wrong, come at me, man. Just say whatever I, you want. I, I, I th- my gut's going with England just because we've had the Queen die. You think so? Yeah. You I think England the Queen win. Yeah. I'll be shocked if and England win. Obviously, we've had the thing with we got to the semi finals last World Cup, then we got to the finals in the Euros, and then. It only makes yeah. sense to follow that pattern of winning. Mm-hmm. 
It'd be funny though, because uh, the media have been talking so bad about Qatar that if England do win it, the, the media will, be, will switch your heart. Oh, he's the best world. Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, we, love, we love Qatar. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Qatar. The English media so calm, so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Let's end, yeah. Let's end it there. Thanks for watching, guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace out. This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of The Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment, because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.